fire up the projector, get your popcorn while it's hot. You know what it is. It's time for Picture Lock. What's going on, everybody? I've got your hashtag Monday motivation with another Picture Lock PR after show. Really excited about talking with director Ashley York today. Um, one of the things that she really kind of talks about and understands is how 50% of filmmaking is making the film and then the other 50% is actually getting the film out into the world. So uh, we have a really great conversation just in terms of her film, Hillbilly, and how because it is a specific topic, uh, breaking into a broader audience of people to actually watch the film um, can be a difficult thing, but she's going to talk about how um, she has been able to navigate that. So I, I can't wait for you guys to crack into this episode. I think it's got a lot of nuggets of wisdom. Ashley asked me about how you could get your film reviewed by the New York Times. I did my best to answer that. <laughs> um, but again, this is a great after show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you have been listening to the show, you know that this Friday I'm going to hit 100 episodes on WERA 96.7 FM. It has been uh, over a two-year journey to, to get to this point. I'm really excited about it. We got one more day. If you would like to call in, leave me a 60-second or less voicemail telling me about your top three Thanksgiving films and leaving a little bit of love. I would love it. I would definitely appreciate it. The 100 episode will hit this Friday, which is before Thanksgiving, so I'm Kind of trying to celebrate Thanksgiving and then also celebrate, you know, 100 episodes. Uh, I've got Alex Ferrari from Indie Film Hustle uh, coming on for a Friday show. So it's going to be a really special episode. But please, if you'd like to call in, that number is 202-350-1351. Again, 202-350-1351. Leave me a voicemail, 60 seconds or less with your top three Thanksgiving films and uh, a little congrats on hitting 100 episodes. It's been awesome. I, 100 hour long episodes. It's a lot. It's a lot on me. So I'm going to actually, after this, starting on November 30th, I'm going to start cutting Picture Lock down to 30 minutes. Now, what that's going to do is that's going to allow me to have a tighter show. It's not going to be as much in terms of, you know, producing, editing, getting it out on time and all that kind of stuff. And at the same time, I think that uh, instead of having to digest, um, you know, sometimes up to four or five different interviews at once, I'll be able to focus more specifically on one or two filmmakers. And then the after show will be that much more poignant because, you know, you either heard that one person on Friday. Now you're hearing the after show on Monday. Um, but, you know, just roll with me as it kind of change things around a little bit. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to the future of Picture Lock and kind of how I do these things. You know, one of the things I'm thinking about this week is actually kind of challenging myself um, and dropping uh, maybe an episode every day leading up to episode 100. Um, I still have my Jason Reitman interview. I actually interviewed the lead actress of Roma at the Middleburg Film Festival, and uh, Roma is really kind of heating up. That is one film that you definitely, if you can see it in theaters, that's what you need to do. 
seeing it on Netflix is not going unless you just have like a bomb home projection <laughs> theater system uh you want to see this in the big screen for all the cinema files and filmmakers out there uh, it's beautiful to look at and so i think i will give my review and then also the interview that i had this week so you guys are podcast listeners and i appreciate the fact that you guys listen and tune in to the podcast. Um, big shout out to Jamie Lynn Littman. Uh, I know that she is, she, she came on, did the interview, and uh, even before we released it this past Friday, she's been engaged and listening to the show. So what's up, Jamie Lynn? Uh, it's awesome when, uh, you know, you guys participate in the show. So without further ado, because I'm, I'm really rambling here, uh, we're going to get into the after show with Ashley York right after this promo. What if you could have a film critic, film festival director, film publicist, and fellow filmmaker guide you with your film's PR and marketing journey from pre-production to post? I'm Kevin Sampson, and my online course, PR for the Indie Filmmaker, does just that. In this course, I'm going to teach you how to set up your film to engage an audience and build a community long before you call action. I'll show you how to approach critics to make them aware of your film like publicists do. And as a director of two film festivals, I won't just teach you hacks and secrets to reduce entry fees, but how you can use the festival circuit to create buzz around your film. I'm a huge supporter of diverse storytelling and film, and I believe the most unique voices come from indie filmmakers. That's who I've supported over the years with my show, Picture Lock, whether on TV or on radio. With as much experience as I've had as an independent filmmaker myself, critic, publicist, and festival director, I realize that most indie filmmakers just need access to the knowledge that big firms provide to achieve success. So in this course, I'm going to demystify some of the process and give you everything I know and a behind the scenes look at the sides of the business you don't always see. So if you're an indie filmmaker that's looking to change the game with your film's PR and marketing, make sure you check out PR for the Indie Filmmaker. Head on over to PRForTheIndieFilmmaker.com and get a free preview of the course, PR for the Indie Filmmaker. Get your film seen, build community, and become an army of one. You're listening to the Picture Lock PR after show this past Friday, you heard from my guest, Ashley York. She's the director producer of Hillbilly. Uh, she stuck around to talk a little bit about PR and marketing for her film. Ashley, thanks for uh, sticking around. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> All right, Good Ashley. To be here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, the first question, what's the biggest thing that you feel you've done right in regard to engaging the public and marketing your film? Because I definitely think, um, especially with your documentary, you could maybe think it's for engaging a, a, a niche audience, kind of as we were talking about. But I think one of the big things that you have to overcome is a breaking through to urban audiences. That's correct. That's been something that has been slower to to develop as far as 
generating interest and getting the attention of folks who who live in urban audiences because of course you see the term hillbilly and it's very easy to uh dismiss that and question why in the world would i watch this this has nothing to do with me which i relate to i mean as somebody who grew up uh in a place where there are plenty of folks who proudly claim the hillbilly term it's a term that i've never personally identified with so um you know that was a challenge and we have explored a lot of paths for overcoming that i mean including submitting to all of the festivals that happen in in cities we were at la film festival we'll be at doc nyc we're also continuing to play you know in other festivals like the hot springs documentary festival we were just at heartland um you know we have brought on publicists along the way and you know we've had publicists for for the early release in Nashville, we're now working with David Magdale here in L.A., who's fantastic, to help us. And he's also helping us connect with um, community leaders in other cities like D.C. and San Francisco and Boston. We have this residency program that we're doing with the Fledgling Fund, which is an incredible philanthropic group that works with creative media projects who serve marginalized and vulnerable communities. And through that partnership, that has given us access to some grant funding that's allowing us to finance some of these community screenings, which also seek to um, penetrate the urban audiences. We're going to be doing screenings there in Boston and DC. So, um, you know, we're also working with an amazing advisory committee who we met early on in the process and who we've been working alongside and taking their counsel into consideration for the last five years. And those are people who are part of the Appalachian Studies community, people who work at universities all over the country, you know, not just in Appalachia, which is, you know, much more vast than most people think. I think when people think of Appalachia, they think about like Eastern Kentucky and West Virginia, which is exclusively in Appalachia. But there are uh, 13 states, I believe, in the region and more than 20 million residents. It stretches from New York all the way to the tip of Alabama. So, you know, we're talking about a pretty wide region there, and we have made great efforts to, you know, reach out to to those communities as well as newspapers. We work with publicists. I mean, we just do, um, you know, we just do a lot of things. And we also have a Facebook page, of course, where a lot of people can find us. Yeah, so it sounds like just having key targeted partnerships, because I think what you kind of identified just now is some of the groups already have the audience in the space that they're working in. So um, rather than trying to infil- infiltrate them by having those targeted partnerships, it can help to, to bring your film to the people that maybe you're trying to reach. Definitely. That is key to, to find like-minded partners, to find subject matter experts, who can help you, you know, connect and share the film and refer the film. And I think we're still at the beginning of that because mm-hmm. the film hasn't officially been released and we've had a, you know, a slow and steady ramp up in the festival circuit. But we, you know, I think there's still a lot to come with respect to, you know, word of mouth and people seeing the film. I mean, we get inquiries just about every day from people at universities or citizens or people who, um, you know, we participated in the Southern Circuit tour which is this amazing program that's funded by the National Endowment for the Arts, and it selects films for a southern tour. So we were the kickoff film, and we were in Kentucky, Alabama, Georgia, on a seven-day tour where, you know, the audiences who don't normally have access to festivals or to uh, places where you would see a documentary 
were able to come out and see the film. So, you know, I think it's a it's a grassroots approach for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, but we're also pursuing it in like a traditional film, independent film distribution way as well. All right. I appreciate you sharing that information. So uh, what's the biggest lesson you've learned from mistakes in PR and marketing for your film? Oh, my gosh, that is a really tough question. Uh, not budgeting enough for the publicity efforts. You know, I think publicity is one of those things that, you know, I mean, even if you look at its placement on a budget, in a film budget, it's at the very bottom, which <laughs> I think suggests that it's the category that is least important and it kind of comes to the end and, you know, you have to spend so much money on the post and on the editing and all of the resources that it takes to finish a film and to make it broadcastable and to make it look great on the screen. And, you know, I think the publicity can become secondary and, you know, it's really um, unfortunate because, you know, I'm a belief in that philosophy, which I learned from uh, working films. Um, and the great uh, Judith Health and that 50% of the work is making the movie and the other 50% is making the movie work and getting the movie out. Right. So, um, you know, there there's a reason that these big high profile movies have these huge budgets for promotion and advertising. So, you know, I can't emphasize enough the importance of working with a publicist multiple publicists, you know, if you have the ability to do that, you know, and ensuring that the publicists get the film and that it really resonates for them. I mean, these folks work on a lot of projects and, you know, have a lot of commitments. And I just think it's so important when you're working with people who are, um, who share common interests and that's across, across the board in the process. So, um, so make sure you double your publicity budget at least. Yeah, I think I think those are some huge nuggets right there. Um, I think in film school, like you said, like we're kind of taught how to budget for making a film, but not for the release of the film. And I right. do think that the the publicity, um, the marketing of the film, even on the indie level, it has to be there because otherwise, like, what's the point of having this amazing film if? Only your family in, are going to watch it in your basement, you know? I and you also run out of energy, you know? Like, it's important to recognize the limitations of filmmaking. And I think that's whether you're an independent filmmaker or, you know, you're making tentpole movies. I mean, you know, while we can do everything that has to get done to make a film, you know, there does become a point when you need to recognize that, you can only take it so far and then you have to, you know, work with others to help get the film out. So, um, you know, I think another big lesson is to uh, make sure that you are surrounded by people who can support you in the film and that you're not trying to do everything on your own because it's just really limiting. Yeah, I think one thing that you said that um, I, I also want to key in on is that you said in terms of finding like a publicist that works with you, make sure you find a publicist that gets the film. One of for for my uh, PR company, you know, the slogan that I have is finally a PR firm that's as passionate about your film as you. And that's my thing. Like, I will not take a check. I want to uh, support and bolster a film that like I get, I see it. I, I understand the vision, and I think that that's huge because otherwise, like, you don't want someone just taking your money and, you know, kind of running it through the system, but you want an advocate for your film. So that's huge. Sure. So we're going to uh, have to wrap out the, the last question. 
you get to ask me anything as a filmmaker, film critic, publicist, and festival director, what's one question I could answer for you? I would love to hear you talk about getting your film reviewed <laughs> by, let's say, the New York Times. Oh, geez. Okay, well, all right. So, uh, you know, I think that, um, you know, there's no magic wand that I could say, uh, you know, hey, this is how you'll get it reviewed by the New York Times. But I think if I wanted to get my film reviewed by someone uh, on the Times, I would look up to see who are those film critics. From there, I would definitely try to start a conversation. So one of the great things I think about your film is that you've already been officially selected into a bunch of film festivals. I would look to see if you've won any awards, any um, you know, jury prize, audience awards, things like that. So once you have kind of like those laurels, from there, I would just reach out with you know a quick friendly uh, email. And this is assuming uh, if you, the filmmaker, are trying to go after it yourself, right? You don't have a publicist. Like, how would you, the indie filmmaker, uh, get somebody from the Times, correct? Right, yes. Okay. So from there, just constructing an email that kind of looks like this, right? So you, you're going to want to have um, maybe a still from your film, the movie poster, and it says, you know, hi, you know, Kevin, you know, I'm Filmmaker, blah, 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 blah. Our new movie, blah, 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 is out. Um, we have been officially selected to Hot Docs, um, you know, whatever, whatever, name it. Some of the awards that we have received. I would love it if you could check out the film. Um, I've inserted the trailer and, you know, our password protected screening link below. Um, if you have a few, you know, moments just to check out the trailer, see if you like it, and it would make my day. <laughs> so um, I think that, um, again, putting in a little work, looking to see who is actually working on the times, who are the critics there, um, and then from there just making that ask. But you want to make sure that um, for them with as many movies that they see, they probably have a, a, a limited amount of time, you want to try to make sure that they don't have to come back to you for much of anything. So like they shouldn't have to say, well, let me check out a trailer, or they shouldn't say, well, what's the website? Like all of that should already be listed in the email. And plus you want to try to keep that email as short and concise as possible. So um, that's what I would suggest uh, just in terms of like emailing, starting a relationship. And <laughs> one thing that I would say, sometimes if you don't hear from someone like via email, going th through social media where they have this public image <laughs> um, is also helpful as well, right? So like if you send a message on Twitter, a lot of times people will kind of respond to that public question versus like, okay, I can just ignore this email. So again, it's finding the balance of not being annoying, not shooting yourself in the foot by, you know, overdoing it, but, you know, just showing, hey, you know, I'd really love for you to check out the film. I sent you an email, you know, I'm just DMing you real quick. Uh, it would make my day. Just respond either way. And so I think that's a way that I would go about doing it. Well, that's great advice. Thank you for sharing. No problem. And thank you for sticking around for the after show. Thank you for talking about Hillbilly and really just dropping some nuggets of wisdom in terms of um, how you've approached PR and marketing with your film. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, it is the director, producer of Hillbilly, Ashley York. Ashley, thanks again for sticking around for the after show. Thanks so much.